Welcome to None Dare Call It Ordinary, the podcast that digs into the unusual, unorthodox, and downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the restricted Brent. Oh, yeah, I am restricted. Yep. Well, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm stuck home just like a lot of people here. Yep, yep. I'm sure they are listening. Stuck home. I am too. I are. just got the word about an hour ago. Officially, uh, Michigan is in a shelter in place. All right. And um, as a result of that, I got to learn how to wash my clothes at home oh, without a washing nice. machine, which is real fun. <laughs> that's kind of sort of wet clothes everywhere, hanging everywhere in my house. It's a little house on the prairie shit right there. Damn. Yeah, but they had clotheslines. They oh, knew how to do yep. it. They were prepared <laughs> for not having a washing machine. And a couple of things to uh, to tell everybody. One, we do have a new patron. Uh, Sydney, mm-hmm. we thank you so much for your patronage. Yeah, and speaking of Patreon, we wanted to let everyone know we mentioned this in a post on the Patreon page, and we also mentioned it in the uh, the last bonus episode, the very very short uh, quasi bonus episode because it went out to everybody. We are not charging our patrons in April, so you get April off. We figured a lot of people are under financial strain right now and people have asked if we have PayPal, you know, and or stuff like that. And we do, but we'd rather you, you know, put that money into your communities, put it into charities that are doing good work. If you Google it, you'll find them. We yeah. don't know. What do we know? Do your own <laughs> do research. Your own research That's yeah. what we've always said. <laughs> so, yeah. And that also, we also do want to let everyone know that also includes if you want to become a patron or if you were thinking about it, that means you'll get a free month. And, you know, let's say you sign up and then at the end of April, you don't want it. And so you got a free month while you're quarantined to listen to some free episodes. We're not going to hunt you down. (laughs) So if that's what you feel you need to do, hey, you know, no judgment. Exactly. Also, speaking of being quarantined, uh, we've had a lot of fun and it's been really nice to be able to talk uh, with everyone on the Discord server. So if you head on over to discord.nundarecalledordinary.com, you can hop on the None Dare Call It Ordinary official Discord channel. You can chat with uh, Brent and I and, you know, uh, other listeners. And it's been really nice, especially, you know, with the, you know, the social distancing and the staying inside more often than not. It's been really nice to be able to have that outlet and talk with folks. So we'd love to see you there. Discord.NunDareCallItOrdinary.com. All right. So what is it we're talking about today, Dylan? Well, we figured (laughs) what is the one thing on everyone's minds that everyone is worrying about that people are changing their entire lifestyles to avoid masking music. No, no, not not back masking. Um, it's well, it's that whole coronavirus thing. Uh, and you know, what do we give our listeners? Our listeners, many of them are probably very worried about their communities, about the economy. What do we do to them? We talk about it way more. That's really, <laughs> we feel, the approach yeah. we ought to take. Yeah. But I think in all seriousness, I think a lot of this was a lot like the Russia investigation. I'd like to ask you about this, Brent, yeah. because I remember we did that series because we were just constantly thinking about it. Yeah. And that's what everyone was talking about. And so we were like, well, we just might as well do a, a series since that's the only thing we're researching. Yeah. 
And I kind of feel the same with this and just I feel I don't know. It does make me feel good to talk about this stuff. Yeah, especially what we're talking about today. I mean, we're not I mean, there's a lot of incredibly sad stories and we're all affected. But today is a little bit of a the wacky side and, of course, dangerous as most of this stuff is. But the uh, yeah, so it's yeah. A, a public service announcement yeah. as well as just, you know, having a chuckle at these doofuses is also, I think, uh for me, at least a perhaps morally repugnant and mentally unhealthy approach to living, but it is the way I live nonetheless. And so what we wanted to start with today, it, there's really kind of two main things we wanted to talk about today. One is the idea that coronavirus, eh, it's not a big deal. It's not something to really worry about. And then the other one is like, well, it is a big deal, but there's actually we already know how to cure it. And so there's a variety of cures already being offered for the coronavirus. And I believe Brent has something to say about that first one about, hey, maybe, you know, who's saying coronavirus is no big deal? Yeah, exactly. A lot of people are saying, well, some people are saying coronavirus is no worse than the common cold. You know, I think that's really I think that's really offensive to everyone who's suffered from the common cold. I right. mean, let's not denigrate them. Exactly. So firstly, COVID-19 is worse than the common cold for various reasons. For one, not only are there completely different symptoms involved, such as cough and fever, but COVID-19 currently has a 2% mortality rate where the common cold does not. Yeah, although thankfully it seems the mortality rate is going down and it's also yeah. dependent on your country's response. So I know in Germany, they did a really good job getting on top of it. And I think the mortality rate is somewhere like 0.3%. Yes. And on the opposite end of the scale, I think right now in Italy, if you look at confirmed cases, it's closer to 10%. Right. But again, I think a lot of it has to do with your country's response and, you know, partly the culture of the country. Yeah. There's also, there's also, I mean, just like the general rule, I mean, of like statistics, I guess, of more cases that are counted and, you know, more confirmed cases we get, you see the mortality rate drop, obviously. Yeah. yeah. In a way. So it's like, I mean, even I think New York City, I was just looking at this just now, I think is tested. I don't know how many more than Germany is tested and, and has, you know, confirmed cases. But I think the mortality rate is now 0.8%, I think, if I'm not mistaken. That's yeah. But it's changing constantly. So it's yeah. yeah. And that's also one thing to just kind of throw in here is any kind of statistics you look at, especially comparing us to Italy, for example, you also have to look at testing because this is one thing that a lot of people are missing where we are testing way more people than Italy was in a similar point in their outbreak. Right. So if you kind of line up like testing numbers, starting both of us, starting the United States and Italy at the same day, we are testing way more people. Definitely need to be testing more. Yeah. But that's something also to consider in, in order to correctly interpret all these numbers. Okay. So these facts didn't stop recent Medal of Freedom recipient Rush Limbaugh on his radio program from February 24th of this this year. He said, quote, folks, this coronavirus thing, I want to try to put this in perspective for you. It looks like the coronavirus is being weaponized as yet another element to bring down Donald Trump. Now, I want to tell you the truth about the coronavirus. You think I'm wrong about this? You think I'm missing it by saying that's it gets I guess it gets interrupted here. Anyway, he comes back, says, yeah, I'm dead right on this. The coronavirus is the common cold, folks. Wow. So first of all, you know, I hope he's dead right, because yeah. if he's not going to be dead wrong, he's just going to be plain old dead. <laughs> you know, that's the alternative, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, being dead is the best defense against uh, COVID 
19 catching it. <laughs> that's, so. that's fair. It that's has no true. effect. You're immune Horrible. from COVID-19. <laughs> um, but also, you know, it's one thing to say that I thought he was going to say that COVID-19 is no worse than the common cold. But he is saying mm. it is the common cold, that they're yeah. identical. That's a, that's a big claim. Yeah. And incorrect. So he also continued, quote, they are trying to use this coronavirus to scare the hell out of everybody and their madcap hopes of finding something that will get rid of Donald Trump. It's exactly like the panic and fear mongering you heard for two years over Russia meddling in and stealing the election. I, you know, I don't know about you, Dylan, but I'm always getting global pandemics and election interference confused. Yeah, I mean, I, so confusing. So I distinctly remember having to wash my clothes in my tub and worry about running out of toilet mm. paper when we did yep. those Russian investigation episodes. So I think this checks out. It does seem that they're very similar. Yeah, that's right. So Rush just keeps on coming. Continue with the quote. The stock market's down like 900 points right now. The survival rate of this is 98 <laughs> percent. Still not good. You have to read very deeply to find that number. That 2% of the people get the coronavirus die. That's less than the flu, folks. That is a far lower death statistic than any form of influenza, which is an annual thing that everybody gets shots for. There's nothing unusual about the coronavirus. In fact, coronavirus is not something new. There are all kinds of viruses that have that name. Now, do not misunderstand. I'm not trying to get you to let your guard down. Oh, so that's nice. This whole thing is it's, it's such a mess that it's it's kind of difficult to know where to start. I mean, first rush is just incorrect. The flu kills roughly, I think it's like 0.1% of people afflicted by it in the US. Yeah, I think I think, right. I think that's right. And also, I think one thing to consider is that our monkey brains are real bad when it comes to math. Yes. And so like 1% and 0.1% are huge, mm. right? So 1% of the United States population is about 3.5 million where 0.1% is 350,000. So that's a huge that's a huge difference. You know, but I think it's you, you, that little decimal point you get you get yeah. kind of confused. And so yeah. I think this idea that like, you know, 2%, 0.1%, whatever. I mean, like that's a fucking huge that's a huge difference. And we all have to succumb to the tyranny of big decimal point at some point. So we have just to we got it. And move on for science. COVID-19 is a type of coronavirus which is a larger category of viruses. That's true which include the common cold. It also includes uh, SARS and MERS, right, amongst exactly. other things. But notice how he makes it sound like these are all just kind of the same thing and it's no big deal. Also, yes, people get vaccinated for the flu and people would do the same for COVID-19 if it wasn't for this little detail that we don't have a vaccine yet. So there's oh, that my thing. God. It's just small detail. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Rush Limbaugh is wrong. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I, I, we don't do that often, but this just, he's just wrong. Yeah, this might be our um, first I, I, I official chance, but, declaration but. that Rush Limbaugh is incorrect about something. And lastly, for good measure, Rush can't be Rush without ending the segment with some ignorance about Bernie Sanders and some, you know, classic racism. Oh, so, good times. Quote, it came from a country that Bernie Sanders wants to turn the United States into a mirror image of. That's communist China. Mm. That's where it came from. It didn't come from an American lab. It didn't escape from an American research lab. It hasn't been spread by Americans. <laughs> wow. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Let just, let's just marinate in that for a second. It hasn't been spread by Americans. It starts out in a communist country. Its tentacles spread all across the world in numbers that are not big and not huge. But they're being reported as just the opposite. Just trying to keep it all in perspective. Mm. And the Medal of Freedom of all facts goes to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I honestly, the thing I'm struggling with with this whole quote is so it's tentacles. So it's China, I think right. China's tentacles spread all across the world 
in numbers that are not big and not huge. Like, so what? Like, so they're spread all across the world. But so is he just saying there are a few really meaty tentacles instead of like a billion long spindly yeah, it's tentacles? Like I don't understand. Yeah, it's more like hair, like wispy hair. Yeah, maybe that's what he's saying. I, just, I don't know what he was trying to <laughs> communicate with this. I'm going to say so, you know, you gave him the medal of freedom of all facts. I'm yeah. giving him the medal of freedom from all metaphors. <laughs> I think he just needs to drop them. Take a break. Seriously. Maybe Rush, you know, maybe Brent's right. Maybe it's worse than the common cold. Maybe it's a bigger deal than that. But it doesn't matter because even if it is worse than the common cold, we can just boost our immunity to combat it. And we can boost our immunity with vitamin C. Yeah. Live science recently discussed the possibility of vitamin C being effective at warding off COVID-19. After all, didn't a two-time Nobel laureate teach us that vitamin C is basically a wonder drug? Well, Linus Pauling was wrong about that, and vitamin C will not prevent you from getting COVID-19. At most, taking larger doses of vitamin C have been associated with reducing the duration of a common cold by about a day. So might not have that effect that you want to see. But this doesn't mean that vitamin C is not on the table. Oh, Chinese researchers at the Zongnan Hospital of Wuhan have begun a clinical trial to see if large doses of vitamin C would treat COVID-19 more effectively than a placebo. While the results won't be released until September, we must keep in mind that these are intravenous injections of vitamin C. I bet you haven't heard of that one. (laughs) And they're 12 grams, 12 grams of vitamin C. And to put that into perspective, The daily recommended dose of vitamin C is around 90 milligrams. Mm. In order to get 12 grams of vitamin C, you would have to eat 240 oranges. Yeah, fuck DMT. I think 240 oranges, you eat that many, you'll probably just be permanently high. Oh, yeah. So maybe vitamin C isn't very effective. But where do we get vitamin C? Oranges. Yes. Where do oranges come from? Warm climate. So maybe that is the real secret. And Brent has more to say on that. That's right. So despite evidence that COVID-19 can be transmitted in all types of geological climates, including hot and humid climates, there is still a myth that once the weather warms up here in the U.S., the virus will naturally just die off. In fact, President Trump said in February, quote, it looks like by April, you know, in theory, when it gets a little warmer, it miraculously goes away. I hope that's true. I'm going to say I would probably avoid describing this kind of best case scenario that we're all hoping for as miraculous. Yes. It doesn't really lend a whole That's lot of credibility <laughs> to it actually happening. I would hope that what we want to happen isn't considered a miracle. True. Those are hard to come by. OK, so the World Health Organization informs us that COVID-19 has infected people on every single continent except Antarctica. Well, I'm sure people in Antarctica must have contracted the disease by now because if Sherry Schreiner taught us anything and she taught us a lot, we have an episode on it. Oh, yeah. You can listen to it. Antarctica is chocked full of underground cities run by, quote, tall whites who are, quote, very blonde and very blue eyed. And as we're going to learn in this very episode, being tall and white might not be the best way to stop COVID-19. So flu viruses and other types of coronaviruses, which cause the common cold, do often fade away in the springtime as weather warms. But according to director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, Dr. Anthony Fauci, quote, we do not know what this virus is going to do. 
We've got to assume that it's going to get worse and worse and worse. <laughs> so, three worse. So, I have a lot of respect for uh, Dr. Fauci. He seems to be oh, really too, yeah. competent and smart and knows what he's I doing. I totally agree. Maybe, I just can't pronounce his name. And I also understand that, you know, we have to, you know, we have to be vigilant and we have to be kind of prepared uh, to put the steps in place so that this thing doesn't get out of hand. Maybe you don't need three uh, worses. That, that's all I'm going to ask. You know, we just have to assume it's going to get worse and just end it there. I think, I think that would get the point across without scaring everyone. I like how, did you see him say uh, recently, I forget the exact thing he said, but he was basically saying that, man, I really, you know, Trump is saying social distancing, also all this stuff. And he's like, I wish, really wish he would stick to that during the actual press conferences where we're all just crammed on stage next to each other and sharing a mic, you know, it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he's shaking people's <laughs> hands and he's, he's touching yeah, a microphone like, and he's like back slapping people. Yeah. Come on, man. An infectious disease specialist at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, Dr. Pritish Tosh agreed saying, quote, at this point, we don't know enough about this virus to understand how it's going to behave over time. Just true. COVID-19 has been spreading throughout the Southern hemisphere already where summer is turning into autumn. Australia currently has over a thousand confirmed cases with seven deaths as March as of March 22nd. Yes. And Brazil has over 1500 cases, confirmed cases with 25 deaths. So Southern yeah, so hemisphere might not be, you know, the hope because my right. understanding is the hope is that like the, the Spanish flu. Is yeah, the kind exactly. Of big example of this where it tampered down during summer, but then it kind of raised hell fall and winter. winter yeah. um, so I think the hope is. But yeah, the idea that it's just going to die. Uh, in the summer is, I think, unfounded because, again, we don't really know. Yep. Um, but so I was actually thinking about something. I was thinking about you talking about the countries in the southern hemisphere. And one country that's both in the southern and northern hemisphere is Africa. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it actually it turns out that if you're African, it might not matter which hemisphere you are in. Uprox reports that Idris Elba is a self-quarantining after testing positive for COVID-19 and he's also doing his part to combat the rumors and conspiracies surrounding the disease. Nice. Now, which idea is Elba focusing on? It's the claim that black people cannot catch COVID-19. Quote, <laughs> it's dumb. It's silly. It's very dangerous. Please, guys, now is not the time. People need to know facts, need to understand the truth so that they can protect themselves. Stop sending this stuff out. It's very dangerous for all, not just black people, but for everyone. So true. And we should also note that Elba appears to be doing fine. He's only experiencing minor symptoms, so that's great to hear. That's good. And he's even taking all this with a bit of humor. Quote, I've had asthma all my life and catching Corona was not on my bucket list at all. <laughs> but even my asthma is okay. So that's great to hear, Elba. Great to hear. Now, where did Idris Elba learn about this wacky claim in the first place? He might have learned it from the greatest source of information in the 21st century, TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and before I dive into this, I have to apologize because it's a bit of like a news cycle inception. There's a lot <laughs> of different people covering other people. So just be prepared. All right. As Reuters reports, Twitter user at the Lioness Club shared a TikTok from at Chris D. Smith 13, which featured a screen cap of the site Zimbabwe News reprinting a story from the Zambian Observer. But apparently the story originated with the website City Scrolls, 
who passed the baton off to Cameroon Concord News when actually Cameroon Concord News wrote about City Scrolls. Oh, my God. Well, any news source that uses Z instead of S because scrolls is spelled with a Z at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. You know, it's legitimate and respectable. Oh. That's just oh, immediate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, wow. Let's start off with the Cameroon Concord News because uh, they have. Let's just say a more factually accurate take on yes. what the story actually is. <laughs> so the story begins with Kem Senu Pavel Darrell, a 21-year-old Cameroon national who contracted COVID-19 while studying in China. He was placed in isolation for 13 days and was treated with antibiotics and other drugs. The BBC claims he is both the first African to contract COVID-19 and the first to recover. So, hey, you get both. That's good mm-hmm. to get both. But City Scrolls, with a Z, wasn't interested in this somber take from the Cameroon Concord News and gave it a different spin, all the while throwing CCN under the bus. Quote, the Chinese doctors confirmed that Senu stayed alive because of his blood genetic composition, which is mainly found in the genetic composition of sub-Saharan Africans, Cameroon Concord News reported. And (laughs) no, they did not. Both City Scrolls and the Zambian Observer mentioned some dude named either Zanamoya Katshatsu or Zanamoya Mirishawa. And who is he? No idea. <laughs> Neither of these places say who this guy is. But he did this. He did have this to say about Senu's recovery. Quote, Caucasians is always at war with our black skin because they know our melanin is our defense against all they throw at us. This proves yet again that the black man is indestructible. Our bodies are made of the same substances that make up this earth because we are owners of this universe. They will never wipe us off. History has already proved that. Yeah. Okay. And get behind that, I guess. Makes sense. Yeah, I can. And, you know, we are made of the same uh, substances as the earth. Uh, All of us, though, you know, not just Africans. Mm -hmm. And so that's a nice thing (laughs) to think about. We're all made of star stuff. Oh, okay. So. That, you know, maybe, you know, so those are the folks who think maybe it's not that big of a deal. But let's say, you know, that's ridiculous. It is a big deal. It's something we're all working very hard to combat. But maybe the cure is right under our noses. And Brent, I think, uh, has something just like that. That's right. It's the idea that hand dryers will kill the coronavirus. So (laughs) hand dryers or hair dryers. I should I don't want to discriminate. Okay, yeah, I mean, we, so, the, you yeah. just need something to dry, a drying <laughs> yeah. device of some kind. Exactly. So, yes, the idea that heat from hand dryers or hair dryers will kill the coronavirus is, is a thing, apparently. Supposedly, if the virus is in your nasal cavity, you can blow hot air directly into your nostrils to kill the virus. Has any, I've never heard of this for any other illness. Is this a thing? No. For the, no. For the cold? Wow. As cool as anyone would look doing this in public restrooms all over the world, unfortunately, it just doesn't work. Once the virus enters your nose, it strongly attaches to the mucous membrane in your nasal cavity, where it cannot be affected with direct heat. Mm, Which, honestly, I I just think that we just need, like, Q-tip-sized little hair dryers, you know, get inside those nostrils and dry it up. Yeah, I mean, just use a soldering iron. I mean, those get really hot, and you just jam it up in there. Yeah, there you go. uh, Please don't do that. Uh, please don't do that. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, please, God. Uh, no. Also, I, I mean, the real big problem, though, that I see uh, is that, you know, all the hand dryers in public bathrooms, they're being replaced with those Dyson ones that you stick your hand into oh. the flat one. Yeah. And you're I mean, I, you're it's going to be real difficult do do to that? stick your nose in there. Yeah, that's impossible, actually. 
The whole idea of a hand dryer killing the coronavirus in your nose seems to have started from a YouTube video by futurologist Dan Lee Demke. He stated that putting a blow dryer in your face or even breathing in hot air in a sauna would kill off the coronavirus if you were infected. Plus, as Forrest informed us from our At the Mushrooms of Madness series, the only thing saunas work on are alien fungi. So yes, that is but sometimes the only thing they work on. it's not always positive. Sometimes it can have a negative effect, yeah. I feel, if, if I remember that episode correctly. Oh, but, yeah. you know, I have to be honest. I actually find this guy convincing. Let me kind of explain my reasoning. So okay. let's say he died of, if he died from COVID-19, he wouldn't know anything about the future. Oh, but he's a futurologist. <laughs> so he didn't die. So he must know how to cure Damn, it. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't think of it from that angle. That's a good point. Now, that's a download process. If I've heard of one. Like all good quackery, the information given isn't just false, but potentially dangerous. So you can burn your face off for one. That's one that's just right off the bat, which, you know, don't get me wrong, could be a great sequel to the 1997 film Face Off. So so I was desperately trying to think of a joke. But so in lieu of me making a joke, just go watch the movie. I mean, there's really no point. And I like how the entire the humor yeah, the entire movie itself is just your joke. I like that. Yeah. Like if watch we had if we had joke. more clout, I would just request <laughs> I would get the uh, the get the rights and just insert it right here, right there, like a three hour long podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So some of these dangerous face burning videos even display the CDC logo on them to make them look like information is coming from a reputable scientific source. One of the wonderfully false things the video claims is that viruses make you sick because they congregate in your nasal cavity. However, the origin of the sickness is on a cellular level, cellular level that can't just be burned away at your local hair salon. So don't don't go there. And plus, they're all closed right now. So. They're all they're loitering. Yeah. So that's how viruses work. <laughs> they loiter in your nose. Yeah, exactly. So let's get back to Mr. Demke. Notice I didn't refer to him as Dr. Demke like he does in you know, his YouTube videos. Well, that's because he's not a real medical doctor. Oh, that's a good reason. <laughs> According to Snopes, quote, He claims to have a doctoral degree in education from Southwest University and a master's degree in business administration. His biography lists a number of unusual skills, jet helicopter pilot for one, but doesn't describe any educational or professional experience that would qualify him to provide medical advice. Mm, Yeah, that's a problem. All right. So obviously we don't want to put hair dryers up our nose, but what is it? What else do we need to do? We can't, we're not going to do, we're not going to blow things up our face, but we will maybe ingest things. Okay. So yeah, that's always going to Guess work. what's back. Oh, <laughs> guess what's back. That's right. MMS bleach cure. Yes, I knew, I knew it would it work back. on something. So you all remember the MMS bleach cure, right? We did an episode on it. We covered um, the powerful yet humble godfather of modern bleach drinking, Jim Humble. Remember, he didn't have an engineering degree and also claimed to be a billion-year-old god from an Andromeda galaxy who has sent to protect and monitor Earth? I don't know. You know that guy? Yeah, and he was also the guy who discovered the healing powers of Bleach because I think he was on like a safari or something. And he like his his team were all dying of malaria. And he was like, well, I got some Bleach and it worked. Mm. And it's like, why would you? That's right. Why would you yep. think initially? That's how they do it in Andromeda Galaxy. Oh. And the problem is, is he brought it here and it's not <gasps> Sorry, I'm not an Andromeda yeah. God. So, okay, we're talking Bleach, not just, you know, and to disinfect services that COVID-19, I think, can live on for, what, two hours or up to several days, depending on the surface. Uh, we're actually talking about drinking Bleach uh, to kill, not just yourself, apparently, but also to kill the coronavirus. How did this start? 
The resurrection of MMS Bleach Gear? Well, from QAnon conspiracy theorists, obviously. <sighs> I know we revealed Q last week, which was yeah, Dylan. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. You know, it's but, not sorry, it's Dylan. not me. It's the it's the organization. <laughs> they kind of they get bad ideas. I'm just talking about how you know there's a bunch of pedophiles that are trying to to try to prevent Donald Trump from being elected. That has nothing to do with Bleach. Exactly. So the specific MMS Bleach Cure brand pushed by QAnon cult is the 202020 spray. One Twitter account states that it, quote, kills viruses instantly, which, of course, like I said, side effects may include killing oneself. But that's yeah, that's small, the that's the thing. Uh, this is actually something that kind of came up on our discord channel. Like someone said, yeah, bleach kills viruses, but also kills you. Like, that's the problem. It's too <laughs> effective. little disclaimer. So prominent QAnon supporter Jordan Sather stated that there is, quote, evidence that MMS bleach can cure the coronavirus. In a video he posted to Twitter, he advocates for, quote, MMSing the whole state. MMS the shit out of everything. And again, that everything includes the money from your wallet that you will waste (laughs) on buying MMS. So (laughs) it'll at least be really clean money. He rightly received some criticism for his dangerous tweets. But like all strong alpha males, he tweeted back, quote, you can buy tablets of it for $10 on Amazon to make water potable. And by their logic, we better get rid of the sun, too, because it can bleach. CD can be helpful if used right. Mainstream media can't science. I don't think say there can can grammar, but that's Uh, also (laughs) zinger zing. Also, you know, getting rid of the sun is down the road. We all know that it's it's the last ditch secret effort of, you know, the climate scientist elites. If uh, none of their other things like writing scientific papers full of evidence works. So if that doesn't work, destroy also, the sun. I don't think the sun is made of chlorine <laughs> dioxide, right? I don't think it is. I'm not pretty sure. I'm not. not a capitalist scientist, no. but this seems a very bizarre analogy. <laughs> I just also uh, chlorine dioxide can be helpful if used right. That is true. Um, And drinking it is using it wrong. Another noteworthy QAnon account on Twitter by the name of Chief Police 2. She doesn't follow Chief Police 2. You know, we're not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter anymore. But Chief Police 2 is pretty great. I'm just going to put that (laughs) out there. (laughs) Who has 18,000 followers told each one of them to buy the 202020 spray. He tweeted, quote, new followers protect yourself with 202020 spray. Pretty direct. But you are probably thinking, fuck these dweebs, yeah. you know, these, these, uh, where's the, where's the OG of the MMS? You all know you can't keep a good billion year old God from Andromeda galaxy down. Jim Humble is the archbishop of the church located in Mexico called the Genesis two church of health and healing, which we, I think we discussed in our, in our uh, episode yeah, 100%. about MMS bleach. And I, I gotta love, yep. uh, how you have to put health and healing in your, uh, the title of your church. Yes. I feel like one or the other would cover, <laughs> would cover the whole thing. <laughs> a little redundant yeah and you know so they put out newsletters in the january 27th newsletter from the church mr humble writes quote i have reason to believe mms chlorine dioxide can be very effective to both preventing and eradicating the coronavirus i would say let mms be your first line of defense and i think you know i think jim humble is right he does have a reason to believe that and the reason is that yeah. it makes him money. I so, was yeah. going to say, yeah, fat cash. Yeah, he's a hustler. So Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing proudly proclaims MMS cures coronavirus on its website. Quote, in all caps, by the way, quote, 
all kits have the 2020-20 essentials that can kill the coronavirus or any other virus. Just spray your mouth twice a day. Mm. By the way, I have to one thing I really hope they're doing in their ads is saying hindsight is 2020-20, right? I mean, that's what you have to do. <laughs> you have to. You know, it's like you're visiting, right like it's just a it's like a video of visiting your sick parent or something like that, and they're dying, and you're just like she could have lived, but hindsight is twenty twenty twenty. Something like that, I feel, would be incredible. I know. And it's 2020 right now. The date just just so short. It's so close. I mean, one yeah, more 20 in there. It's perfect. So we here at Nutter Called Ordinary said in our MMS Bleach Cure episode, and we'll say it here again. I'll, I'll, I'm just going to go on a limb and say it. Do not drink bleach, please. Yeah. Please, please, please don't drink bleach. And we're not alone. Um, our friends at the Food and Drug Administration have also issued multiple warning against MMS, calling it a, quote, dangerous bleach that could cause, quote, severe vomiting and acute liver failure. We'll see. That's what you got to. So who's selling the not dangerous bleach? That's what we need. Yeah, exactly. According to the article in the Daily Beast, quote, in 2009, a woman who took MMS to avoid contracting malaria died almost immediately after swallowing it for the first time. Quote, ingesting these products is the same as drinking bleach. FDA Acting Commissioner Ned Sharpless said in an August 2019 statement. So, okay, so we don't want to drink bleach. That's just obvious. Yeah, I know. Is there something else we could drink, do you think? Yeah, what is it? It's something that we need to drink lots of, and that's water. It oh. apparently kills the coronavirus. Oh, my God. That's great news. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. There's the this coronavirus myth floating around that states if you want to kill off coronavirus, you must drink water every 15 minutes Ooh. so that it will flush down the virus into your stomach where the stomach acid will dissolve it. I'm going to I'm going to say this, <sighs> right? Here's a quick test. Yeah, go ahead. For, you know, if you hear something along these lines, ask yourself, does that work for literally anything else in the entire world? <laughs> and if the answer is no, it's probably not good advice. Yeah, I think the key really is to if you're doing that, you make sure and get some buckwheat honey in there. Mm, yeah. like maybe that's like the the thing that can. Yep, you know, yep. Because it it's too. it's just know. like you know sometimes you know if you're swallowing a pill and you get stuck in your throat and you drink yeah. more water and that doesn't work and so you have to eat like a little piece of bread or something. Yep. To get it to actually go down, that's what the buckwheat honey's doing. Yes. Where sometimes the water isn't enough to get that you know coronavirus <laughs> that's stuck in your throat down. You gotta, you gotta push it down. <laughs> push it the down. Buckwheat push honey, it, it sticks to it. It's like a fly trap. You know, it's, it sticks the coronavirus, and then it gets down to your stomach. <laughs> Let the stomach acids do their work. Uh, yeah. So again, you know, sorry to break it to everybody, but this is unfortunately junk science. I hate to say oh, it. God, I know junk food, junk science, whatever. So Doctor Nirmal Joshi, the system chief medical officer with Mount Natini Health has specialized in internal medicine and infectious diseases for years. And he said, quote, this won't work <laughs> oh. <laughs> because this is not how the coronavirus spreads. It doesn't linger in your mouth. It's actually made its home inside the mucus of your nose after breathing it in. So that's why you need a hairdryer. <laughs> Again, viruses don't just loiter <laughs> in your face. They're doing other stuff. You need to hang a little sign. You're good. You need a bouncer. Despite you need a bouncer in your mucus membrane. <laughs> That'll work. That's true. So despite this being complete nonsense, it has been spread around all over Facebook, Twitter, and WhatsApp, calling it, quote, serious, excellent advice from, quote, Japanese doctors treating COVID-19 cases. 
An example of the text floating around the social media hellscape is, quote, Serious Excellent Advice, all in caps, by Japanese doctors treating COVID-19 cases. Everyone should ensure your mouth and throat is moist, never dry. Take a few sips of water every 15 minutes at least. Why? Even if the virus gets into your mouth, drinking water or other liquids, that's good. I guess you can do bleach and just kind of combine these. No, don't do that. See, I was thinking you could actually, you know, even uh, even one Wiley Brooks uh, with his uh, Pepsi from McDonald's. If you can find one that's open. Down a quarter pounder, you might be good. Still do this. Continuing with the quote, even if the virus gets into your mouth, drinking water or other liquids will wash them down through your esophagus and into your stomach. Once they're in tummy, (laughs) your stomach acid will kill all the virus. If you don't drink enough yeah, water. No, 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 no. Yeah. What? Your stomach acid <laughs> oh, will kill all the virus. That's what it says. <laughs> That's true. I miss, I didn't enunciate that correctly. Your stomach yeah. acid will kill all the virus. If you don't drink exactly. enough. There you go. <laughs> okay, thanks. If you don't drink enough. I didn't, I didn't take actual acid to stom, steady my nerves. Sorry. That's, I'm a little off. Yeah. yeah. If you don't drink enough water more regularly. Acid is also a liquid, so that'll also work. If you don't drink enough water more regularly, the virus can enter your windpipes and into the lungs. That's very dangerous. And that's true. That's part's true. So there is, quote, no biological mechanism that backs up the idea that you can just wash a respiratory virus down into your stomach to kill it, says Professor Trudy Lang at the University of Oxford. According to infectious disease expert at Vanderbilt University, Dr. William Schaffner, quote, that's not William Shatner, by the way. That would be so cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Quote, we always caution anyone healthy and people who are sick to keep up fluid intake and keep mucous membranes moist. He also said, quote, it makes you feel better. There is no clear indication that it directly protects you against complications. And another infectious disease expert at McGovern Medical School at UT Health, Dr. Susan Wooten, agreed with Dr. Schaffner. She stated that there is, to date, no data that exists which supports the claim that drinking water regularly will prevent viral infection by transporting that virus into the stomach. But, as we all know, infectious disease experts have a way of sticking together, almost like viruses. So, yeah, you got to spray them with water and then maybe they'll start telling the truth. Exactly. Now, all of these methods of curing coronavirus are clearly nonsense, right? We all know that. But... The reason that they're nonsense is because the real vaccine is secret and the United States has it and they will not release it to the public. Holy shit. One important piece of information you may have, quote, learned from Facebook, according to PolitiFact, is that there is no reason to worry because there is already a vaccine for the coronavirus. (laughs) The post says this, quote, so patent on this new coronavirus expired on the 22nd. Today, we have a sudden outbreak. There's magically already a vaccine available. And now, fear-mongering spread by the media about quarantine. This post, aside from this little uh, lovely uh, quasi-grammatical sentence, included the following. A screen cap of a Google patents page that does show an expiring patent, only there is no reference to coronavirus at all. It's like literally just like, here's the patent and it's expiring today. And no <laughs> other information. A CNN headline that says, quote, Vaccine for new Chinese coronavirus in the works. So there both is and isn't a vaccine, I guess. And then the third thing it included was a headline from the South China Morning Post, quote, China grants emergency quarantine powers to stop the spread of Wuhan virus. So 
turns out this might not be totally accurate um, because it turns out that the Google patents page cited is associated with a coronavirus. Only it's the coronavirus associated with SARS rather than COVID-19. Small details, you know, small details as a forest uh, who we uh, were, uh, you know, rooting for and uh, hoping he can Mm -hmm. come back Mm -hmm. soon. Uh, Forrest uh, would call that nitpicking. I believe that's a little joke for Forrest. Um, (laughs) And by the way, literally nothing in this post, even if you just uh, took it all as fact, suggests that a vaccine already exists. In fact, it suggests the opposite because the CNN headline says that they're developing a vaccine. You know, I I actually just I'm really looking forward to the day when we finally get a vaccine to COVID-19. And because the anti-vaxxers refuse to take it, our confirmed cases numbers just surge again. So that is just yeah, what we have to look forward to. That's going to be a fun episode. But, you know, OK, so at the end of this, I'm sure everyone listening, you know, it's a big deal. Oh, yeah. You know, there isn't a cure. But what really caused it? I know you don't believe the mainstream media lies. What is the source of COVID-19? Well, yes. you're going to have to wait to part two of our coronavirus series, because for now, we are done. Thank you for listening to this episode of None Dare Call It Ordinary. If you would also like to hear our weekly bonus episodes, just become a $5 a month patron over at patreon.com slash none dare call it ordinary. That is also where you'll find any blog posts, pictures, and news updates to go along with our regular series. And you don't even have to be a patron to get access to all that fun stuff. You can also reach us by email at nundarecallitordinary at gmail.com. Lastly, we ask for you to please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts are served. 